Holy shit. They did it again, they boys. They did it again. <laughs> <laughs> you guys remember when he got all small? <laughs> but what about when he got all big? Oh, shit. You're I, right, you're right. I forgot about that part. <laughs> did you see all the ants? Oh, fuck. Did you see the men? <laughs> shit. <laughs> I bet you couldn't guess what we watched. Um, Cocaine bear a second time. <laughs> we had to go back. It's two good boys. Oh. Good evening, goals. Good evening, goals. Good evening, goals. Welcome to the drive out where we go to the drive ins and talk about it on the drive out. Let's go. Perfect delivery. delivery. You know, it only took uh, 15 episodes. I don't know. <laughs> 20. I think we're actually past 20 drive out episodes at this point. We start these bad boys with a movie summary. Of the movie that we just watched. Ant-Man. Can I do it? Ant-Man Quantumania. (laughs) Becca, (laughs) take it away. Because now (laughs) I can claim that it's been a while since I've done it. When I actually care about a movie enough to summarize it. (laughs) I don't know where my phone is. How do I time this? You don't Um, know where your phone is. Oh, I found it. That's concerning. (laughs) I didn't take my Adderall this morning. Oh, shit. Okay, I'm in. Because I took her Adderall this morning. Okay. I sold it to middle school children. Can you guys see that sign that says tornadoes and it's spinning it around? Oh, no, no. It says milk and butter. <laughs> I think the fact that it says milk and butter <laughs> is that. <laughs> All right, let's get into the um, summary. <laughs> okay, so. I'm keeping that bit in, though. <laughs> Scott Lang, Ant-Man, wrote a book about saving the world. And um, his daughter is now super smart and is super obsessed with science and well, I have to IMDB that actress real quick damn he's cutting into my two minutes um I'm, I'm starting over because of her age is that why you're looking exactly. up her? <laughs> oh no she's an adult like in the movie she's an adult isn't she no I don't know I, don't I thought know. she was an adult I, you I guys I, we're already 30 seconds I'm starting over you, you can start over. okay <laughs> Scott Lang Ant-Man is back at it again after saving the world um, his daughter's super smart and is also super caring and goes to peaceful protests and stuff. And she wants to discover more about the quantum realm, so she builds a device uh, that sends a signal down to basically map the quantum realm. But then they all get sucked in because that's what happens in Marvel movies. <laughs> and specifically, in basically, uh, Michelle Pfeiffer is says we can't talk about this right now and then keeps talking about other things and deliberately doesn't reveal any important information for the entire movie until it's already too late they beat the bad guy who is exiled to the quantum realm because he um is a time traveler who kills multiverse worlds and stuff um and then and in so doing like cause the revolution to happen or like help the revolution and a bunch of smart ants went down with them, and um, the ants actually saved the day because they became smarter than the humans. Um, and then we find out that the bad guy Kang, who was the multiverse killer, actually has like a, a bunch of him, like versions of him, and they all come together to, presumably they want to kill the human race. And then at the end credits scene, spoiler moment, we see um, Loki and Owen Wilson 
and they see their Kang or whatever. I don't know. I haven't seen Loki because I can't for personal reasons. Period. That was under 150. Don't worry, everyone. She's 26. (laughs) All right, let's get into it then. (laughs) There were ants. There were men. There were also women. And boy, howdy, was there some quantum. Um... We could we could start with the uh, the things that we liked. If we Tom wanted. Hiddleston was in the end of this film. <laughs> Just watch Loki. You knew he I was, can't. If you watch Loki, you knew he would be in this. <laughs> I knew he would be in this because people said that he would be in this. Because, because we, the it, bad we're guy. introduced to Kang and Loki. Yeah, I know. That's why I knew he'd be in this. And actually, I like that Kang. He's probably. I don't know. The the Kang in this movie was cool in like. Like, power-wise, he was cool. But, like, he was so melodramatic. Mm. Like, Everything and so many things were just so mellow. I, wait, no. We started with what things. we like. <laughs> <laughs> I um, like the silly little alien quantum people. The little in, goo In dude. general, I think that it was a really fun... I think that it was a really fun uh, kind of goofy, quirky mix between... The kind of like the like like original uh, trilogy Star Wars, yes, and yes. like Pulp Fiction type shit, yeah, where things are just kind of like weird and alien and wacky, just for the fun of it. I thought I thought that the the pulp setting, fiction, like actual Pulp Fiction, not the movie Pulp Fiction. No, yeah, not Qu- <laughs> not the Quentin Tarantino film, but the uh, style of literature from whenever the fuck. Uh, I don't know the the. Um, yeah, I don't know. I just I just thought it was kind of goofy and fun. Those parts of the movie were probably my favorite, <laughs> honestly. Yeah. Um, when like the like the the setting was just having a good time with itself, and I was too. Yeah, the little I liked. I like that they went with the route that like everything was organic down there, and then the things that were bad were like man-made. You yeah. know, like the all the like little henchmen were like robots and shit like that, and so I really. I thought that was a cool concept, and it was like kind of like thematic to like uh, in the beginning, like how they're like the daughter's super against like industry and like people taking advantage of uh, just like the anti-capitalist she has a type shit. You know, reason to dislike King. Um, so I don't know. I thought I thought that was kind of cool, um, but. Yeah, I don't know. It, it just, like, they didn't go hard enough on it for me, I guess. Except for, I don't know. They went almost went a little bit too hard with, like, the fucking ants. And he's like, I don't want to bad mouth. Or I don't want to. You know, I know socialism's a loaded word. And I'm like, oh, okay, buddy. Like, That's just the Marvelisms. Like, yeah, the, exactly. The that part and the don't be a dick little yeah. thing yeah. with yeah. Modoc. <laughs> Modoc's entire character is just the, the, it's just, it's the parts of Marvel that are so uniquely itself that their, their absence would be noticed, but I can also just do without them. <laughs> yeah. It's, I mean, it's a shame that what makes Marvel's, like, uniquely itself is also just things that I could the just... cringiest shit. Uh, yeah, I could just it, go yeah. without, and I'd be fine. Yeah. I'll I'll be honest, though. It's it's a good time, I guess. Like, I don't know. I had fun. It I didn't wasn't... anger me like several yeah. other yeah. Marvel movies I've seen to be, recently. To be honest, I know you guys like Black Panther. I liked this more than Black Panther. I liked this more than Black Panther. Sure, Black yeah. Panther was boring for, to me. I like... got... Yeah, I got bored... <laughs> Partway through Black Panther, this one I didn't feel like was as long. Um, yeah, which was important for me. 
because obviously, as I said before, I didn't take my medicine. <laughs> so I was having a hard time staying focused today at all. And I stayed focused to the movie, um, even though there were a lot of parts where I rolled my eyes because, like, they tried so freaking hard on every line. They wanted every line to be a banger. And it could have been a banger in a different context, but this is a Marvel movie. It's, well, and like, specifically, the lady... What was her name? I don't even know if we get like the we resistance leader. We get her leader. name a lot. I just can't Jintaro, remember. Jintaro, yeah, something like some, that. something random like cliche type name. Warrior princess name, yeah. Mm. Um, her every single thing that she said was just <laughs> was so, so try hard. So try hard, and like I don't know, I. It, it's almost as if and her character was written kiss. that way. They didn't kiss. They didn't kiss. But that's it a was implied. And they shared the look. And the, oh, it makes me so mad that they didn't kiss, too. There's a reason. Because it was there. But fucking Saudi Arabia. Chinese got to it first, <laughs> yeah. dude. We got the Chinese cut. That sounded like we're the like, most racist pieces of shit. <laughs> <laughs> if, like, Everyone, if you, it's okay like, to if, be racist <laughs> against Middle Easterners and Chinese if you're doing it because those people are homophobic. That's the woke horseshoe, <laughs> and it's fine. For those who don't know, those two countries are notorious for not like showing movies in their country if it has any gay shit. That's why we... Or specifically <laughs> getting special cuts yeah, of gigantic exactly. Disney movies um, with the gay scrubbed out of them. Because Anyways. they represent giant <laughs> and lucrative markets for Hollywood, which Hollywood depends on in order to make back the budget of these massive movies which that's another thing that becca mentioned earlier is like this entire movie was basically just a green screen yeah i mean there was practical elements you could tell that they would like sprinkle in practical elements but i don't know i i kind of knew it coming in that it was going to be like that so i wasn't it had to be yeah you know what i mean like we're in the quantum realm it has to be i wasn't that bothered honestly it wasn't the the worst like no i liked what they did with the quantum stuff it's fun i feel like they should have done more but um, it was too Star Wars-y for me. But, I mean, that's the world we live in, so. Yeah, I don't know. I, the goofy things were right, my favorite part. It was just when they were trying to be serious. And I was like, all right, come on. We're in a movie called Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantum Mania. Like, <laughs> right? let's not get too. I... And, like, I know they have to get serious because this is supposed to kick <laughs> off the next, Saga, like, yeah, uh, phase. Um, so I get that there has to be a little bit of seriousness. But, yeah, I don't know. Just too much. I want a version of this movie without the grandma. Is that Michelle Pfeiffer? Michelle Pfeiffer. She's the fucking worst dog. Yeah. Like just like the whole time. She didn't. She didn't. Her character was. It made me mad, bro. <laughs> just the way the she most... just didn't talk. They're walking through those forests, and they're like, "Bro, what? What do you mean you've been down here?" And she's like, "Shh, stop <laughs> talking, stop talking." And they stop talking, and then she goes, "You know." And like starts other, it starts off. talking about random yeah. shit that like no one asked, and then I was like, I turned to Robert, and I was like, I thought they weren't supposed to be talking, <laughs> and yet she's like talking, but not about what they need to know, you know, it's how because, to survive. Here, let me put this in context. <laughs> it's like the pots in our house that me and Alec aren't allowed to use forks on, but you are. <laughs> okay, she knows what she's doing. <laughs> Damn, <laughs> getting some roommate inventory in the podcast. Hey, I know how to do it gently. And she knows how to talk gently, okay? <laughs> Bro, I couldn't stand looking at her that entire movie. I don't know the what the fuck. The bad, dude. Yeah, I don't yeah. know what the fuck she did to her lips. I'm but not it trying looks, to, like. It looks awful. It, like, 
I'm not down on women doing whatever they want. You know what I mean? But like, there's, yeah, it's guys, it's, she has it's, it's fucked up. She has a condition. I doubt what it. What the fuck, you guys? I doubt it. And if she does, well, her condition makes her ugly. That's okay. <laughs> I've got a condition you know, called women no can chin, be ugly too. And that's it makes the point. Me of ugly feminism. too. Oh my word! <laughs> but the whole dissing Michelle Pfeiffer herself. I cannot believe you. The whole trope of I didn't tell you to protect you. I hate is that just, trope. It's, oh, dumbest it's, shit it's, ever. It's one of my big pet peeves in fiction in general because it almost never. It ma- it makes a story work, but it doesn't make it good, no. and that's the problem. It's a cop is out. that like you want like like the writers obviously want her, want to have done something with her, because if I if I remember the the previous movies, which I don't really, but like uh, the old guy's whole thing is that like his girlfriend got shrunk down and he was like working on the science for forever in order to like get down there and find her and rescue her, right? It's his wife, but yeah. Okay. They sure, went yeah. down together. And she got trapped. She got trapped, and he came out and spent his whole life trying to get down there. And then, in the last movie, he gets down there. She's guiding them because they can communicate, and so he gets inside his head. She gets inside his head and like guides she them. Pulls him out. Yeah. So and you want to like you want to have had her do something while you're there, and more importantly, you want the entire setting and context to be new to the rest of the cast, and you want to create some sort of tension between the quote-unquote protagonists like the, like like the main cast and so this whole i didn't tell you to protect you thing is it, it it absolutely makes sense in a functional way it's just so fucking annoying yeah. <laughs> like it's so condescending like it's it's it works in the same way that like giving a character convenient amnesia mm. in a story like makes can make a certain kind of story work sure but yeah. like again just never makes it better like there's there has to be a better way. There has to be a more compelling reason or thing, a better context or circumstances or something. It was right there, too. And they, they kind of, like, mentioned it a little bit, but they they didn't go down this route where it was, like, she should she doesn't tell them because she's embarrassed or, like, she's, like, so ashamed of what she did. That's why she didn't tell them what happened. But they didn't do that in this movie. They went down the, I didn't do it to protect you route you know what i mean i was like it's right fucking there like that makes so much more sense like i didn't tell you and then once you're in the quantum realm that's where like i don't we don't need this like stringing stringing along yeah you know Mm -hmm. what i mean like we don't need that once you're in the quantum realm get it out of the way just get it out of the way like you could and like if you don't want to tell the story right now just make it so that it's a situation where they can't exactly yeah you know what i mean like if you want to string it out i get it but yeah, I don't know, man. It's just so annoying. And it could have actually been re- like you—you you could have the exact same story and a much more interesting character if she actually genuinely did something bad. Yeah, like because, really, cause right now, like made a choice right, to like. I thought right she now, committed she genocide, that, bro. She has that candy ass like like hero shame where it's like oh, yeah, like hero oh, shame I, is such a good I, term. I failed to do. I I failed to prevent something bad from happening, and now I walk around with this shame. And it's like fuck you. Like give me a character that actually fucking did something bad. Yeah. And and, and doesn't want her loved ones to know. And when the loved ones find out, legit, like look at her differently. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like that. And that it's like be, all built in. Maybe it's maybe there. she and Kang did some genocide. You know what I mean? Maybe well, she thought it was okay, or maybe she thought it maybe was cool she, yeah. in context, you know? Or maybe like, she was convinced that they were bad, you know what I mean? Like, maybe he, like, tricked her, and she feels bad because she didn't, you know, I don't, like, anything, you know? like at the point when, like, it was obvious that she, like, she and, that she and Bill Murray were, like, a thing at some point, 
like that they were like yeah it happened I mean we were together we were separated for 30 years and I'm like okay like obviously that wouldn't have been a problem because that makes sense to me like if you think you're never gonna see your person again like and you have I had needs you you know and um but like that was the like worst thing she did was cheat on her husband that she never <laughs> thought she was going to see again. So like, and, and is immediately brushed under the rug. Like what does like genuinely, like what did she do? Like finding shame so where there ashamed. is not is so fucking cringy. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. yeah it's like That's... we, <laughs> especially when it would have been a better story and a better character. If you just get some real shame, you know? Like, yeah. I, it's like, we, we knew this person in college. I don't know if we've name dropped her, so I'm not going to, (laughs) but at one point, like we were talking about something and I was like, and her dad makes a lot of money. Her dad is very, very, (laughs) he's good. He's good on money. (laughs) You know what I mean? And I was talking to somebody, I don't remember who. And I was like, we were just kind of like reminiscing on the good old days when our parents were like in school and like money was tight and stuff like that and just kind of like laughing at some of the stuff that we used to do and she was like i slept on a mattress on a floor once <laughs> like and i was like oh my god like they went they like moved somewhere and like they, she, didn't she didn't have, have a have fucking a box, box spring, spring. <laughs> <laughs> and like that was her like slumming it story like <laughs> that that's what it i don't know Stop. i feel i felt like that I don't oh know. my gosh um i am mad at the ending because I, first of all, I don't <laughs> you want. Knew, you knew Evangeline Lily was going to die, bro. Bro, I was so convinced that she was going to die. But, um, because she didn't have any lines. Like, it felt like she's, like, had, like, it, it felt like one of those things where, like, she had conflict with, like, the studio. And so she didn't want to be there, but was there, like, contractually. And then they were going to write her character out. Her. Yeah, and then, like, write her character out <laughs> at the end. Be, with a death, you know what I mean? And they didn't do that, which, you know, fine, whatever. But they had the perfect opportunity to write out Paul Rudd and her character mm. because now we're going to have more Ant-Man movies. Mm. You know, and I'm like, I don't really care. Like, I'm kind of done with these characters, you know what I mean? Like, I don't know. Like, there's room for other exploration. And they had a perfect opportunity there's to, like, to leave grow. them there in the quantum realm mm-hmm. and, like, have them... Have their daughter like take over the yeah, room exactly. and become her own character. Exactly. Or whatever, yeah. You know? But I I feel like we're not gonna get that. I mean, maybe we'll get that later down the line. But I don't know. One of my favorite things about these movies is that you have this reoccurring cast, but then people age out. Um, and they you know, the Chris Evans, the the Hemsworth coming up here soon and the the Johansons. Um but like every single time it feels like it's because they die. And I was excited. I was like, oh, are we going to get, like, a write-out that's not, like, a death? Mm. You know what I mean? Because, like, they did it a little bit with Captain America, but he's still kind of dead. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because he's, he's a fucking old guy. Right. Like, he's still dead. And Robert Downey Jr. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. I thought it would have it been a cool way to write them out of the story and, like, very natural. And then immediately they get rescued. And I was like, oh, okay, I, I guess. <laughs> it did feel like they were teeing something up that then didn't yeah. happen. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. And then you could like have them like be in the quantum realm, like fixing things. Like, cause she, she was like, 
in the beginning they were like, oh, she's been trying to make the world a better place. Yeah. And here's a place that needs somebody like that mm-hmm. to like rebuild. You know what I mean? I, and I was like, oh, oh tie-in, actually. Right? Yeah. That's what I'm saying. I was like, oh, okay, cool. And then it just didn't happen. I was like, well, fuck me. Like, what, what, what was that? Like, I feel like. And it, like, yeah, yeah. you could even tie in his little sub arc by like, because at the beginning it was like, well, what are you doing now? There you, you go. You know what I mean? Like, so like, so she's, she, her thing is like that she's going to like save the world every day. And now you've got like this broken world that's in need of saving. So that would be her tie in. And then he's like, well, what, what have you done lately? You know what I mean? Like you saved the world. What are you doing now? Save another, save another one. And the, and the, yeah. And, and like, I'll save this one. Uh, and, and like, I, you could make it work too with some timey wimey bullshit. Cause from, from the top down, uh, if they didn't do the portal thing immediately, uh, the, the daughter invented it the first time she could do it again. Sure, yeah. Uh, but they could fix that by having, uh, like, have them break the engine thingy in the fight, and now it's caused this temporal distortion yeah, that makes yeah. quantum uh, <clears throat> shrinking and maximizing impossible. You know what I mean? So, like, make them stuck down there, but, like, maybe make, it, like, like have them send a message that says, like, we're okay, like, we're just going to do this now, and yeah. then you get, like uh, like, a satisfying completion to both of the character arcs that were served up to us at the beginning of the movie and a reason for them to like age out of the cast and also give their daughter a reason to kind of like pick up the torch. Yeah. Exactly. You know what I mean? And like have her be her own to be character honest, and person in the series of movies that will inevitably follow. <laughs> yeah. Cause to be honest, I like, I really like Paul Rudd. I don't love him in this role that much anymore. Like it just feels like they're trying to make him be too like, serious all the time you know what i mean like he when he walked up to kang and he was like don't you ever touch her again i was like okay who, that, who and you like, were just like bobby newport has never like, had a real job and, that, and that's not saying that life. he's he's never like had a good serious role but like i think he's at his best when he's kind of like a goofy like like lovable movie yeah. yeah just like this lovable goof who's like getting into shenanigans who can occasionally turn on the the tears and you know what I mean and give that really dramatic, but he's not he's not the macho man and I it think, feels like they keep trying to make him be the macho man. I think that's true both for him as an actor and as for a character. I thought that Ant Man was a more interesting Marvel movie at least at the time because the context and stakes of that movie were very different mm-hmm. than a lot of the Marvel movies up to that point that were around it. You know what I mean? Like usually. You've got to save the world plot that ends with like a blue beam in the sky, like type thing. Whereas his was, it felt a lot more low stakes because he was like a thief, right? Like who could shrink down, and that was kind of cool. Yeah. And he was going to steal something, and then it became about like I guess selling that technology to the military or fucking whatever. But um, like he as an actor fit a character that was just smaller stakes in general. Yeah. And so plugging him into a movie like this, and I don't think that like. I don't think that the execution was terrible. Again, this was a fine movie. It was fun. Like, it, like, yeah. And and uh, importantly, it didn't make me angry. <laughs> like several uh, Marvel movies I've seen recently, there there are things that I definitely feel like could have made it a, an actually good movie. Um, just another couple drafts, goddamn. J- just a few more. You know what I mean? Like, j- you've got so much money. Just, uh, but it's it, it. But it's not for lack of money. It's suits and suit involvement and studio interference and interactions and you, you know whatever. what i feel like it is it's exactly that <laughs> is they it's almost like they have this picture that's too big and so like when you step back 
they're, they're looking they're looking at it as if it's the franchise and they're not focusing on these individual movies yeah. as movies you know what i mean the like movies are... it's it, it's all in service to this bigger picture yeah and like which is cool so and they it lose worked something for on a the while individual level. But, but now like... it's like it's getting too, they're they're getting too far away and the and the details are getting fuzzy and unfortunately those details are are the movies themselves <laughs> and it's sad because like that's the fun of the first marvel movies you know like that first wave that we had when we were teenagers and stuff was that they were their own individual films and you were like, oh wait, that person was there. And you're figuring it out because it's little pieces and details that were tied in together rather than one just like huge mesh with like little little bumps where there's individual story, you know? Yeah. Instead of like this whole thing where they like reference, the characters are referencing other movie like other series of films you know like like talking about thor and stuff and you know an entire like list of thor films and you're like oh yeah because i had to watch those and i know that's a big point of contention for for a lot of people with the marvel stuff but it is kind of it is kind of annoying just being like the people who say it's it's not that hard it's like why? Why do you? Bitch, anyway, I have a full time anyway. job, right? <laughs> and I, and I, I'm a master student with a full time job that runs a podcast. I don't have time to watch Another Loki thing. and Hawkeye and Captain uh, or before the, next the Falcon, weekend when Winter I Winter Soldier and She Hulk and yeah. Moon Knight. And, you know what I mean? Like I watched. I, I was on board with it for a little while. I watched the first. You know, I watched WandaVision. I watched Hawkeye and the Winter Soldier. Uh, or not Hawkeye, uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier, and I watched Loki, and they were all fine. They just felt like really long Marvel movies, you know. Except with the exception of the first episode of Loki, which I think is the best hour of Marvel of all time. <laughs> they tend to start out really strong, mm-hmm. and, and, then the, just, and then the first couple they, episodes and then, of and then the Marvel genericness tends to seep in. With actually when the, the stakes go up towards the end of the show, you know? Falcon and the Winter Soldier I think ended a little bit better than it started, which is ironic because that movie like or that show got fucking shredded to pieces because one of the main plot points was a, a pandemic. And it was shot before the <laughs> oh, pandemic. That's right, that's right. And so they had to like fucking reshoot all kinds of <laughs> shit. But yeah, it got fucked. Another Apparently, thing. I don't know uh, this my source of that is now that I'm thinking I about it, it less, <laughs> no, it's it's a specific individual that we all know who is oh, notoriously yeah. not a great source. Um, I another thing about this film, I think it's the last thing that I'm gonna say was just that um, everyone in this movie referred to people like I guess specifically Michelle Pfeiffer and oh the and pronoun Tank, game. The, yes, yeah, they were just like. He doesn't know. Who is he? She. They exile me. I'm like, They're just say him. someone's name. Like, yeah. I don't care. Yeah. Like, it's stop because, like, doing this. It's, it's like they wanted the Kang thing to be, like, this big reveal. I'm like, my f- brother in Christ. You the wanted entire, us to know the about The entire fucking, like, premise of this movie is you introducing Kang. Everybody fucking knows that Kang is gonna be the villain. Like, you don't need to play this, the like... The pronoun game is so bad. It's, every it's time another they said, trope. It's just, like... They're here for him. I yeah, just thought of, like, that picture. Him. I just thought of that picture of, like, the dog with, like, um... 
I, I'm not going to describe a meme on the podcast, but it's just, I'm just proud like, of you. You know what I mean? Like, the, like those random pictures where they'll be like, it's he or it's him or whatever, of like <laughs> a dog. Just like a little derpy little... Yeah, exactly. Like, every time they said that, I just imagined like a stupid little derpy dog or cat or something, you know? It, it's, an, it's another artifact of screenwriting that I feel like needs to die, along with convenient amnesia and I did it to protect you. The whole pronoun game thing is... The it's worst. So it doesn't annoying. actually contribute anything. You know what I mean? Like, people don't talk like that. It takes you out of it. It's not good. Yeah. <laughs> and you shouldn't do it. Yeah. If you if you play the pronoun game as a script writer, you get banned Just from writing stop. anything for... Write another draft. Six months. <laughs> because guess what? There's always room to grow, ghouls. There's always and you know what grow. this movie had at its heart? The room to grow. <laughs> The indomitable human spirit. You are so right, Because ants don't give up. Oh, my, oh my God. God. I that <laughs> oh. oh, my God. And, like, they didn't, like, it wasn't a goofy delivery. It was, like, a genuine yeah. delivery. They really said that I, shit. Oh, God. Yeah. So many things. It's a, it's a silly, goofy movie. Very silly, goofy which movie. Which occasionally tries to act like a movie it isn't and is worse as a result. <laughs> yeah. All right. We are going to do... We're moving to Letterboxd, folks. I know that Rotten Tomatoes is more popular, but the general public are fucking idiots. So we're, we're moving to Letterboxd where the movie lovers are at on for, a five-star uh, scale. For any, for any of those... Dumbasses in the audience that don't know what letterbox is. <laughs> Not me. I know what letterbox is. <laughs> you know what it is. I it's legit just, don't. It's just the movie app. Like a, a, a just movie. Rot- what Rotten Tomatoes? It's the for Gen Z Rotten Tomatoes. Smell like yeah. lavender or something. Yes. I guess. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't know. It's just like Rotten Tomatoes has so much uh, like studio involvement at this point, and mm. Letterbox is like the social media yeah. version. Of Rotten Tomatoes, oh, okay. sure, 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 sure. where uh, people and like people <laughs> where share lists of movies and like go. yeah, it's 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 like people who like movies. It's the MySpace of movies. It's fun, um, and they have a five star system. It's a five star mm-hmm. system. Can we yeah. have our stars? Is that a thing? Yes, yes. it is a thing. Mm. I think they actually even do points. It's like four point. So, so it's really just a, a, on a scale of five. Yeah. The stars aren't even a, that big a deal. No, uh, you know. I'm going to say... Man and... Three and a half stars. It's, it's, it's a bland rating and for a half. an okay movie. I'd say two and a half. Um, I feel like anything less than... No. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. Two right. and a half is like a 50%, so... But 50% feels like an F. But the American education system in... got me fucked up, dude. Mm. <laughs> um, I'm going to say... I'll split the difference at three stars. I enjoyed it more than, yeah. Okay, let's see here. Um, I really oh, like the character designs. The there were some thing. cool character designs. Which, yeah, that which was were a big weirdly thing. wasted on like people that only showed up once for like two seconds. Like, they, the, like yeah, the little mineral like... people, the people who were made out <laughs> yeah, of coal, those were or cool. the people who had heads like made out of like rock candy, or like that Kitsugi guy who was like black but had like gold cracks like all over him. Like there was like. There's yeah, a dozen different so cool. examples of like really cool characters. It kind of makes sense. And they just showed the broccoli guy four times. They're so elaborate yeah, that know. you don't want to have them be a main character because then you have to get them in and out of that costume every day. Yeah. But it, it was a little bit of what a shame costume, how cool bro? some of the character designs the were. Don't only not be used. The green screen. 
Well, they, I mean, like the mocap stuff has are pretty intricate at this point. He very could, very well could have had something vaguely broccoli shaped on his head, with all of the like diodes and stuff. Um, two point seven on letterboxed, so not too bad. Um, we will very soon release an episode where we're going to be ranking all of the movies that we've watched thus far on the podcast on letterboxed. Um, in service of a new segment that we're going to be doing on every episode where we take whatever movie we watched and place it on that list somewhere on the episode. So we have to decide, or I mean, you you can decide before the episode, obviously, but we will reveal where we place it. And then those rankings will be updated every week or every episode. So twice a week on Letterboxd. So you can see exactly how each of us, ranks all of the movies we've seen or that we've talked about for the podcast and that'll just be an ongoing project that we're going to be doing from now on that sounds fun um, I like that. yeah so a little bit of uh interactivity on letterbox you can go check that out our lists we'll also have a list of just all of the episodes or all the movies that we've watched in order um and if i'm still trying to figure out what we're going to do for like the books that we've read because <laughs> there's not really a i guess we could do a goodreads no i don't like goodreads because <laughs> It's actively bad Corrupt. for indie authors, yeah. <laughs> That's a whole... And if your letterbox list disagrees with mine, you can fuck yourself. And the more it disagrees with mine, the worse you are as a person. It's a sliding scale. <laughs> the more in, in compliance you are with my list, the better you are. The same goes for me, but mine is going to be wildly different, so... So it's, you, have it's, to, you have Becca's to be team Becca. Well, you have to be team Becca or team Alec. And uh, we'll we'll do badges for people who do that on the Discord. There we go. <laughs> I will I will draw them. And there we go. Um, and uh, yeah, I think that's all. I think that's it. Unless we have anything else to say about Ant Man. Oh oh, before I forget, there was that one part where that man was on the ant writing it when 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 the man was on the ant there w- that didn't happen in this movie that was yeah, every other ant man movie there was ant man was on an ant when at the fucking end what do you mean when when they were flying he <laughs> literally after said after the wave of ants but before the portal jump <laughs> he's when paul rudd disembarks on an ant. when paul rudd disembarks from the ant he specifically says thanks, thanks buddy, buddy. I missed that part. <laughs> she was, forgot her was, That was a nod. <laughs> that was a nod. To it was Anthony a subtle nod the... to the fact that this movie is Ant Man. <laughs> <laughs> That's where I was trying to go, but Becca got bogged down on the fact. Yeah, she like that. fucked up the like, bit. Oh, I actually, fact checked you in this. I was, I was just making a fucking stupid joke. <laughs> fact checked him erroneously. <laughs> yeah, in the middle of the bit. I've become the very thing I sought to destroy. I'm out of here, folks. Find away on my hand. Good night, ghouls. Good night, ghouls. Bye. Love you. Good night. <laughs>